You're listening to the most authentic place in sports. It's the Sports Headline Show. Here are your hosts, Sean Davis and Warner Sanker. Welcome back, everybody, to the Sports Headline Show. Warner Sanker here alongside Sean Davis, ready to talk some MLB trade deadline madness that occurred on August 2nd. First, drop. We have four, maybe a fifth, very special guest joining us today. Um, all very knowledgeable on baseball and fans of the game. Um, so let's let's get right into things. I mean, let's introduce the guest. So uh, again, really quickly, a quick reminder: do subscribe over on the YouTube channel at Sports Online Show, and please do go over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast to give us a five star rating. Interviews the easiest way to support the show and yeah, to help us create more dope content. We will do more fun stuff like this once we get towards football season and basketball season next year, obviously. Um, so obviously, you guys know how we rock for trade deadlines. If you guys were following us back for the NBA trade deadline, we did a I did a Warner couldn't stick it through. I did a whole four and a half hour stream, four and a half hours covering the NBA trade deadlines. So you guys know how much fun these are. So let's kick things off by inviting up our guy, uh, Michael Brunetti, Blue Jays fan, host, co-host of the Eminem podcast. Uh, Michael, welcome. Did I get to, did I get the plug right? Did I yeah, plug you got it right? right. You got it right. That's the important thing. There we go. Michael, how you doing, man? Doing well, man. Doing well. Happy trade deadline eve, I guess you could say. I'm happy that we're finally doing this. If it's it was Eve, it the day before, right? Eve. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Screw you, Sean. Damn it. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> oh man. All right. Let's uh let's welcome in uh Dan, the St. Louis Cardinals fan. Also Yo. avid, avid Albert Bowles hater. Welcome, Dan. <laughs> How you doing today? Doing good, doing good, doing good. Deadline was crazy. Deadline was nuts, but you know what? I had some time to think about some stuff and uh I, I'm not mad at where the Cardinals are at right now. I'll explain a little bit in more detail later, but I'm not mad. The shocker of the what? century right wow. there. Uh, let's welcome in another Cardinals fan, the more optimistic one of the two, which helps balance it out and me not want to just jump off a bridge listening to Cardinals <laughs> talk. Mike Barry Sr. Mike, welcome. How are you doing today? Mike, you're muted. Oh, 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 oh. And this is off to a resounding start. How are you doing <laughs> today, Sean? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for for jumping on with us today. And then let's get in the final one, the Red Sox fan. So that'll tell you how this episode's going to go because he's <laughs> a, <laughs> a Boston fan. Sorry, I'm laughing. Warner's a prick. Um, <laughs> let's bring in Tim uh Big Red Sox fan, big Boston fan in general, co-host or host of the Pesky Report. Is that right? Co-host, Tim? yeah. Co-host, co-host of the Pesky Report. Tim, welcome. How you doing, bro? Great start. It's a hot intro. Let's, let's, let's tamper it back just a tiny <laughs> bit. But, uh, and last but not least for now, let's bring in Dodgers J. Big Dot. Well, crap. Obviously, he's a Dodgers fan. Help talk some of this through with us. Uh, Warner, I mean, quick plug, we're going through our NFL preseason power rankings and uh, stuff like that. So on the channel, we're not going to talk much football here, but Dodgers, Jay, 
thinks Mike Williams is a top 20 receiver in football. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate you for, for hopping on, bro. We'll talk a lot of Dodgers today, obviously. And last but not least, I think, unless something happens uh, that we somehow get somebody else, Angels Mike, the four-year-old, joining us today. Uh, Mike, you know, how are you doing? Why are you up this late at night is the real question. <laughs> you have your bottle in bed with you? Are You, you have uh, daycare tomorrow. <laughs> Yo, y'all are stupid. Give me one sec. I'll respond to all that in like two minutes. Give me one sec. He had to, he had to take his pacifier out to say that. There we he go. He had to take his pacifier out. There we go. Um, <laughs> all righty, guys. So I'm not even sure how we're fitting everybody on the screen. I actually don't Straight. think we're fitting everybody on the screen. No, we I think are. we cut yeah. somebody out. Oh. oh, no, we are. That's eight people. Yeah. So a fun. round table talk here for this episode of the Sports Headline Show. Warner. I'm pumped up, man. Let's get into this one. Let's do it. Um, an exciting last few days. Uh, some big moves on as far back as July 29th. But, uh, of course, the big day was uh, today, this morning, uh, to this afternoon, August 2nd, 2022. And that featured this guy right there, Juan Soto, in a blockbuster deal to the Padres. Cardinals, Dodgers, Padres uh, were the front runners. And um, it seems like the Nationals for the second year in a row have not gotten enough back for their star players being dealt at the deadline. Mike Rizzo's a bum. Um, <laughs> Dodgers, Jay, I have my thoughts on it. Uh, what was your initial thoughts? Being the Dodgers fan, obviously the Dodgers were in the running for it. I didn't go to Dan because Dan did not want Juan Soto. Um, but Dodgers, Jay, what was your initial reaction to the deal that went down? Um, first of all, I was shocked. Um, I did not think the Padres uh, could pull off a, a trade involving Bell included into that trade. And, you know, obviously I wasn't wouldn't be as worried as a Dodger fan Soto joining the Padres. But um, but Bell, man, that's, you know, that makes a lot more interesting for sure. Um, but honestly... I, I love it. I love the competition. Um, and, you know, just uh, we didn't really need them, and we just called up Vargas today, and, you know, we were a lot like where we're at for sure. But I like the competition. Makes the division a lot more interesting. F the Padres. Um, <laughs> let's get another perspective on this one. Someone, again, uh, they were in the thick of the Juan Soto trade rumors. Mike and Dan. Was it more relief that you guys didn't get Juan Soto? I know that's probably the answer for Dan's side of things, but what? how were you guys feeling the Padres getting Juan Soto? I mean, just the deal in general. Do you think the Nationals got enough value? And that question probably goes more for everybody. Did the Nationals get enough value in this Juan Soto trade? I feel like they, they undersold. I feel like they could have gotten mm-hmm. a lot more. Uh, but at the same time, the, the Padres completely gutted their farm. Is what I wanted the, the Cardinals to avoid. Um when we have guys like Jordan Walker, we guys, you know, guys like Nolan Gorman um, and stuff like that coming up, we can't mortgage our future, especially when the Cardinals need pitching more than anything else. Um, they wanted Walker, Carlson, and Gorman in a, in a package to get Soto. And that's, that's a lot, um, especially with Bader dealing with his injury. And I kind of knew that Bader was on his way out of St. Louis. Um, I didn't think it was going to be today. I thought that was more of like an off-season move. And 
it's just that even more proves my point of keeping Carlson, honestly. All right, Mike, did you have any big thoughts or takeaways from the trade? I did. Um, I'll be honest. I, I was a little bit underwhelmed by what the Nationals received for him. I don't know that we would have necessarily, in my mind, and of course, I'm a Cardinals fan, right? There's going to be bias there. Um, but I don't know in my mind that we would have had to give up all those three players that Dan referenced um, to get Juan Soto, but I guess potentially that is what needed, you know, what was going to be required. Um, the thing with Juan Soto is, you know, he's a generational talent. You know, we, we've kind of heard that, you know, stated ad nauseum, but, uh, you know, sometimes to get a player like that, you have to give away a lot. Um, looking back at it now, it's okay that we didn't get him. obviously, you know, we're going to have to move forward, but, uh, honestly, whenever you get a chance to get a Juan Soto, that's you have to kind of, you know, go all in for him. So, all right. So going more towards the rest of the group now for a quick second here. Um, what did everybody else think about this Juan Soto package? Do you guys think that the Nationals got enough value? Are we all in in the same, I guess, boat here that the Nationals? Maybe not got fleeced. Well, probably got fleeced. Like, they just did not get equal value in return here. Oh, the Padres absolutely fleeced. No absolutely. doubt about it. Yeah, it's, it's and close. Padres, the thing I'm happy about is the Padres finally got their guy after a few trade deadlines of them being like, oh, we're going to get this guy. And then a few seconds after, they just don't end up getting him. And last year it was Scherzer, and he ended up on the Dodgers, which obviously, Sean, I'm pretty sure you're probably happy about. But I felt bad for Padres fans because they were so close. Don't be. Then the, and then this year, uh, Preller finally got his guy. And it's funny because I just read a tweet the other day about how some fan was like, Preller, you're going to get your guy, aren't you? And he just nodded his head and said, yep. And then today he got him. Michael, so bad for Cardinals fans. Then. No, I just feel relieved as a Jays fan because this was the big domino to fall. And I feel like, you know, the Padres, they had to make the move. I feel like it was either them or the Dodgers. They had to move all their chips, and I feel like more relieved that finally this trade went through so we don't have to hear Juan Soto's name for probably another week. <laughs> uh, Warner, what were your thoughts on this whole deal? Um, I was very irritated, to say the least, but uh, what, what were your thoughts on the deal? You know, I'm, uh, I'm ecstatic, not only because I'm a huge Juan Soto fan, mm-hmm. um, but, also, but also <laughs> – um, because it it gives the Dodgers a chance to lose to a team in the division. Um, I, I just I can't stand the the Dodgers and big market teams. I know San Diego is still in California, pretty large market, but I think um, with acquiring Soto Bell, Brandon Drury, and having Tatis come off the injury list uh, within the next month or so, um, if that's even his projections now, um, that's that's a huge step forward for this lineup that was relying on guys like Eric Hosmer and, and Will Myers to be kind of in the core of their lineup. Now you're going to have some sort of a two through six mix, I would say, of Tatis, Soto, Machado, Bell, and, and Drury um, as, that, as that two through six piece. And that's just going to make this, this lineup, no matter how good your pitching rotation and or bullpen is, even more uh, tough to face. And you also combine that with trading for Josh Hader, 
Um, that just makes the back end of your bullpen even that more much more fierce. And uh, especially for a team like the Dodgers, who's going to roll out a left a lot of left-handed batters in their in their lineup, um, especially if you start a right-handed pitcher, say to start the game, uh, which forces them to either go to their bench, which is a deep bench, or just have a very unproductive um, outing against Hader. Yeah, um, I guess the only reason why I said I was irritated is not even because I could care less that the Padres got. Soto and all this other stuff. I could care less. I was more upset that they fleeced them. That's really what I was so upset about. I was just upset that they fleeced them, and this is all they gave up. And I think this kind of shows you how desperate, I guess, the Nationals were to move Soto because there's no way this is the best. Which they shouldn't have been. Which they shouldn't have been, right. But there's no way that this is the best that all three teams had on the table. Like, that means, like, that all three teams are really, really low-balling the Padres. Not the Padres, the Nationals. And I guess the Nationals, for some reason, felt really desperate to move Soto, which, again, doesn't make too, too much sense. And they took this deal because, like, the Dodgers easily have a better package. Like, if all three teams put their best packages on the table, the Padres have the worst package mm-hmm. out of all three teams. Anybody but, correct me if I'm wrong, by the way. No. If I say anything that – you heavily disagree with the question like, is now are they going to resign him now what what is what is that going to look like now they don't have to for the next yeah. two seasons though yeah that's the thing uh, now. which is i think one of the biggest parts to the trade because he he's got mm-hmm. two and a half years the rest of this yeah. year and two more years of team control which means you got potentially three pennant runs with yeah. this guy um before you have to even determine whether you want to extend him or trade him or let him walk that's um that's that's the big one Soto mystery here. Yeah. Another thing people need to keep in mind that is he's a Boris client and he usually gets mm. his clients money every time. So he's gonna he's gonna demand a lot of money and only a few teams are gonna be able to uh, be able to fill that market. So. Yeah, they were talking about the possibility of them flipping him again in two years, which I could totally see, because they just went from a top half farm system to the worst farm system in baseball and that's what's crazy is we're talking about how they fleeced him but they literally just depleted their entire farm so yeah it is a fleece but they still gave up their whole farm yeah then then i think you have to ask the question though did the guys they give up um guys like uh shortstop uh i'm blanking cj abrams abrams guys like guys like abrams um Guys like Mackenzie Gore, guys like Robert Hassel, James Wood, um, are, are they going to pan out to be Juan Soto-level guys? The answer is almost certainly no, but are they going to pan out to be uh, good enough that they could be the core of a Nationals team in the future that goes and, say, beats the Padres in a pennant race in the NL, um, whereas the Padres may be able to keep Soto but don't have the future talent to bring up and, and really fill out that roster, all 26, uh, instead of just having a stud corner outfielder and, and say the Nationals go at it with Mackenzie Gore, C.J. Abrams, and James Wood and Robert Hassel as, as the core of their team um, and, and, and beat this team down the road. Who does everybody brother. think is the best prospect in that trade that went back to Washington? Ooh. I'm Robert Hassel. Woods. I, I'm really high on Hassel. I like Woods. Mm-hmm. Would have been very good. He's having yeah. a good year in July. I like. Him. Yeah, I don't know. I just think Abrams is a little bit overblown. I could see. I know he was like this big prospect. I just. I. I agree. What about Mackenzie Gore? 
You think he still will be can good? He stay, can he stay yeah. healthy? Yeah. It's already, the question's already there. Exactly. It's a lot. So, staying with the Padres, they obviously were very, very busy this trade deadline cycle. Not only did they trade for Juan Soto, they traded for Josh Hader as well. They traded for Brand Drury, and they traded for Josh Bell. Well, jo- yeah, Josh Bell. Yeah, that's another thing when I ever talk about. They got Josh Bell in that package <laughs> for Juan Soto. Like, yeah. he's a rental. Is that deal? Yeah. Does that Juan Soto deal look better if Josh Bell's not in it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. They could have got a, a much more if they split the two up. I mean, yeah. yeah, the Nationals could have just traded Josh Bell for prospects um, in general. I thought After Cleveland that. would be a great fit for Josh Bell, honestly. Yeah. Cleveland definitely needs a first baseman. I think they could have got more. I think Rizzo was just like he didn't want to deal with it, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Rizzo hey, has Dan. this issue where he doesn't want to sign star players. <laughs> hey, Dan, can we can we agree on the Josh Hader trade was our favorite Padres trade today, though? Yes, it was. That that. <laughs> I cannot believe when they traded him. I was, I was shocked. I was shocked. Um, in a way, that's a win for us. We don't have to face him anymore because he's a pain in the ass. I don't care that he's been uh, awful in the month, month of July. He is annoying, to say the least. So get him out of our division. I'd rather face Taylor Rogers over Josh Hader any day of the week. I think it's safe to say that Josh Hader at his best is the best closer in baseball. I don't think he's that close. Mm-mm. It's not. Can we say this makes the Brewers sellers at the deadline? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> One can dream, right? Yeah. One can dream. Warner, where should we move on next? I think we just spent a great chunk of time talking about the Padres, their moves. What are you going to say, Tim? Or wait, someone else wants to say something? I'm keep your... Honestly, I was actually surprised that Josh Hader got moved. I didn't think they were going to move him. I just I, I figured as soon as they I got him, I'm like, okay. Yeah, I know. I thought, it, you know. It was like um, Rosenthal reported that they were talking about moving him, and then five seconds later, he was a Padre. Yeah. yeah. It's like, see, as soon as that move happened, I figured they were going to go all in for Juan Soto. So I'm like, yeah, put two and two together. They had to go for a big haul. So they got, what, three years to do something now? So they got to roll with it. All righty. Warner, where should we hop on to next? Yeah, let's yep. uh let's stay in the West and talk about the Dodgers. Um, yeah, trading for <laughs> trading for Joey Gallo, getting Gallo. Him, getting him for uh, Clayton Beater. Um, as a Dodgers fan, Sean and uh, Sean and Dodgers Jay, what are your <laughs> what are your opinions on? Uh, your I got a view. I got. Hey guys, I got an extra jersey here. If you want to hop over. Uh, we got a Guerrero jersey just for you guys. This is for you guys. I don't know if I'll hop over, but you could gladly hop that jersey over to my house, and <laughs> that can go up on the wall. See, I like Vladdy. Oh, yeah, yeah. it up. Yeah, I need some room. Yeah, you got too much Lakers going on. Yeah, need some room there. <laughs> Shove it all to the side. Hang yeah. Vladdy up. Sean, you want to go first? or I was going to let yeah. you go first, man. All right. <laughs> Um, you know what? I actually have a, a very positive outlook on this because, you know, I think uh, the GOAT Friedman does move for a reason. And if you're looking at a year ago on Joey Gallo, the Yankees gave up actually quite a lot 
to acquire him. So I honestly just think that, you know, it's a mechanical issue. And, I, you know, if you compare the stats of Gallo and Muncie right now, the way they're both performing, it's not too indifferent. So I think, I mean, we'll see. We got we got a long, long way to October for him to get a little bit hot, get a couple good swings in there. All I can say is we'll see, but I mean I can't I can't hate the move yet because I mean we haven't seen anything from it. So Jesus, what? he's batting one fifty nine. You know, betting because he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a beard, Sean. He needs the beard, yeah, and he'll start hitting. That's what it is, that. dude. If he couldn't play in New York, he can't handle LA. <laughs> hey, again, we gotta we gotta wait and see. I gotta wait and see. Definitely helps your outfield defense, though. You said what? I think it helps your outfield defense. It doesn't matter if Bellinger and and uh, and and Gallo can't. I can't even get through the. Uh, doesn't matter did if they're throwing did out. You guys three runners see the game. meme? Uh, or not the meme that uh, where it's like it's the three dragons who are like all oh yep funny yep. looking <laughs> and it's like Gallo, Muncy, and Bellinger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Do the Dodgers play the Astros at all during the rest of the season? Because if if so, we're seeing at least one immaculate inning from those three, right? I mean, back to back to back, nine pitches. See you later. Oh boy! (laughs) See, see, you're you're a bad co-host. You're 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 wishing downfall. I think enough. We'll put up more of a fight. I don't know. I feel like he feels relieved that he's leaving New York. I feel like the New York media got to him, and he just wants to go to L.A. Though, yeah. So he gets his beard back. He's good. He's all good. Oh, is it a bit? He's he's getting the beard back. Yeah. Well, he's he could grow it now. It's all in the beard. No limitations. Confirmed by Michael Brunetti. It's all in the beard. It's all in the beard. All in the beard. Michael, when he uh, when he doesn't perform any better, I know who to uh, blame. Coming to you. Shit. Just oh, like just like Sean promised me Kyrie Irving. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot Warner. I'm not sure if you heard. Um I, I was forced to retire, unfortunately. You know, the, yep. the, the Kyrie Irving scandal just it became too much and uh I had to retire, you know. I actually need to take that Lakers jersey down and tell Trevor I'm putting him in two weeks. Um, you got to. I mean, whenever any reporter gets it wrong, they they automatically leave. Uh, right. Okay. Last thing. That's the thing. I didn't. I did not one time say my sources tell me this is when it's gonna happen. I never said that. But whatever. I digress. You're like um, I'm gonna be nervous, dude. You were bragging <laughs> about your track record and how many things you were getting right and how many things the Lakers were doing. Those were predictions. Before. It's not like I said my sources tell me Darvin Ham's gonna be the next coach. It was just uh, fun predictions. I mean. Don't, I don't want to talk about your sources with the Miami Heat. And, uh, Is Sean the next Bob Nightingale? In your past. Damn, leave me alone. Oh, shit, Dodgers J. Oh. All right, Dodgers J is out, but appreciate Dodgers J for hopping in. So let's talk about the inevitable. Let's get to the St. Louis Cardinals. Here we go. Here we go. Rant's incoming, guys. I, I would suggest you all to skipping skip ahead. Over like 30 let's minutes. Go, but Let's go Cardinals. Oh, Cardinals to have Yankees. a good one, Chief. I want to hear about uh, the, the Montas deal from these, these Cardinals fans. 
Ta- do you want to hear the Montez deal or the Montgomery deal? Which one do you want to hear about first? We'll go Montgomery first. Montgomery first? Okay. Um, at first, I was a little irritated with the trade. I feel like we could have done a little bit more. But now that I think about it, honestly, I I think that Montgomery is um, an upgrade <laughs> from what we had. Um, I would rather take – I'd take Montgomery over Dakota Hudson in a starting rotation every day. Um, he was cheap. We didn't have to give up a whole lot. Um, we, we basically traded a player who may not play again this year. So uh, I feel like this is a win. Um, hopefully he pitches well. And, yeah, that's it. Hmm. So what do you think that uh, – in uh, how do you think that impacts – um, the the Cardinals' chances on either winning the Central or making a little bit of a oh, run. Oh, oh, no, no. I can answer what? that question for Dan. No, 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 Dan no, no, doesn't no. think they're making no. the playoffs. No. Dan, Dan thinks they're winning Should seven the Cardinals games. still give up on the season? Dan, no, don't even start with that. What with what pitching? With what pitching? With what pitching, Mike? Let me Thank answer you. this. Let me answer Dude, this. Just throw Albert on the mound. He can do it all. Oh, yep. <laughs> no. Let me answer this. He's, he's um, got I'm not going to rant. Trust me. Oh, boy. Stay with me for a second. Okay. Um, I feel like with our offense, the way it is, you know, um, Carlson, Goldschmidt, and Arnado in the middle of it, uh, I feel like we have a chance. I think if you take our lineup second against the Brewers lineup, our lineup's better every day. Um, and it, it's not like we need a superstar uh, pitcher. We just need guys that can eat innings and get to the seventh and eighth inning. Um, is Montgomery going to do that? I hope he gets at least, at least through six innings. Um, Quintana, I think, is a solid piece. I feel like we should have done a little bit more, but considering that we could have got Granky and Rich Hill, I'm fine. I'm more than I'm. I'm chilling. I'm cool. So. So then, how about the uh, Frankie Mont moosing out on uh, Frankie Montas? The Yankees gave up a lot for Montas, man. I, and I don't think that one pitcher would have. I mean, it, it definitely improves the team, but we needed multiple pitchers. Right. I feel like they did. They did a fair job from what for for what they did. They did a fair job. Mike, uh, what were your whole thoughts? Are you in agreement with Dan? You overall feel. Like the Cardinals did enough to address their pitching, even though I, I I'm assuming. All right, I, actually, I'm gonna let you answer that question first. I'll follow that up. So my first reaction when seeing the Jordan Montgomery deal is I was pissed off, um, <laughs> to put it mildly. Um, I didn't quite understand it, uh, but I will say this. It, it, it makes more sense in hearing that the Cardinals are looking to move Jordan Walker to the outfield. It makes more sense what they did. Um, I like Bader. Bader's a high, high energy guy. Unfortunately, he is injured. Unfortunately, there are injury concerns. Um, do I think the Cardinals did enough? No. If Well, I guess it depends on, on, on what we're talking about, right? If we're talking about winning the division, did they do enough? Probably. You know, I, I could see that. But I think it's one thing to win the division, and it's another thing to talk about 
actually being a factor. And the National League is going to be pretty tough. And do I think the Cardinals are, you know, well put together, specifically pitching-wise, to contend in the National League? No, not at all. So then what do you think the ceiling for this Cardinals, Dan, Mike, anybody on here, what do you think the ceiling is for this Cardinals team as uh, constructed after today? Wild card. I think the ALDS. Yeah, ALDS. When, when, no, when, 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 the, when the division, I'm sorry, I misspoke. Win the division because the Brewers, I think you can beat the Brewers, right? But then you, you talk about even, so you, you want to stay out of the wild card game, right? Especially for the Cardinals. We all know what happened last year against the Dodgers. But how do you stack up pitching-wise against any other team in the National League in the playoffs? You it's, don't. It's, it's, yeah, we, I mean, look at the so Dodgers. no hope for a CS in your eyes. Uh, look, I I, I want to. I'm supposed to be the optimistic one, right? But uh, but you have to be a realist as well. You have to be a realist as well. So I mean, you know, could we make it to the NLCS? Sure. I mean, you, you get to the playoffs, and you know, sometimes it's just a crapshoot. But uh, wait, Mike, sorry to cut you off. You're saying anything can happen? Oh, Jesus no. Christ, here we go. What? Al- Here hey, we go. Al- Albert Pujols can hit a home run in this year's playoffs. You just never know. Oh my God! No way! You're as joking. Your, as your cleanup hit it, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's calm down a little bit. Simmer down, simmer down. No, but, but but yeah. So, um, but yeah, you know, I mean, it happened in 2006, right, Dan? I mean, you could at least, you know, you, you could admit that that 06 we won like 84 games or whatever it was, 83 or something like that. Yeah, 83. Yeah, so. We, we we swept the Padres, didn't we? Then I think we I think we took them to four. I think it was a. Four oh, did we? T- it was a four. Okay. Yeah, I think we won in four. And that when you get old, when you get older, you forget. Some, some <laughs> um, really quickly. So the question I did want to ask you all was: so let's say you do these deals for your pitching that you got. You got Quintana. You got Jordan Montgomery. You guys get another bullpen arm, right? Or am I tripping? We did. No, Chris we, we did. We Pittsburgh. got Chris Stratton. Stratton. Yeah. Right. Squirrel um, tonight. Oh, right. Crap. He was in the Quintana deal. My bad. Um, let's say you still do all that, but you get Soto too. You give up your some of the players in your farm, like Gorman and some of the other pieces you would have had to give up. How satisfied would you guys be right now? I, I don't I know do. how to answer that. I really don't because, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it comes to when you when you're in the playoffs, you gotta realize you gotta stack up against some of these teams and the Dodgers, the Padres now especially, even the Braves. Um, I think they just have overall better pitching staffs and better. And I mean, some of those teams you can argue they have better lineups than us. Um, we can hit for sure. Um, there's no doubt about that. But I feel like at the end of the day, when you're bringing guys like Giovanni Gallegos and Genesis Cabrera out of the bullpen, I mean. It's it's not no lead is safe. I'll, I'll just put it that way. I I'd have been elated to get Soto. I would have been you know happy. I mean, obviously. I mean, the thing is, yeah, we would have had to give up some pieces, right? You got to give up something to get something. But I mean, these guys that hopefully will have an impact in the next couple of years, you would have had Soto in that in their place. And Soto, you have variables, and then you have a given. And I think Soto was a given. I mean, nobody wants to pitch to the guy. Right. But another thing you have to keep in mind, though, is that we would only have Soto for two and a half years. 
and Maybe, Boris has already made it right. Boris has already made a comment in saying that he wants to test. He wants Soto to test free agency, and I don't see the Cardinals as being one of those teams that spends the amount of money that would be required. I'd rather have guys like younger guys under team control, um, especially like Walker and Gorman and and Win and stuff like that come up and and have an impact on this team. Do it that way. But eventually, those guys are going to come up for contract too. Oh, I I understand that. I understand that. Trust I mean, me. I, if Lars Newtbar and Gorman Walker were included in the trade for Juan Soto, would you take that if you were the GM for the Cardinals, Dan? So Newtbar, Gorman, and Walker in some sort of trade for Soto, and you still get Gorman and Quintana. Okay, so oh boy, I I I. I be hesitant, but I'd probably make that deal. I'm not gonna lie. Ooh, you'd I'd be very argue. hesitant. I'd be very. How hesitant. could you? Uh, you can't even hesitate. You'd have to make that deal. You know it. Dan. <laughs> you get to keep Carlson, who's going to be your de facto center fielder. Yeah, which is what Bader your, being your big gripe was. Trade. You're getting two starters, a reliever, and Juan Soto <laughs> in the middle of that Goldschmidt Arenado filled lineup already. I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd probably have to take that. Yeah. Um, mm. but it, it's just like I said. Do I think during that time that Soto was a Cardinal that they have a legitimate shot? Um, and with the pitching staff right now, I feel like they they're definitely more improved than they were two days ago. Um, there's no doubt about that. Um, but do I think it's enough to compete with the Braves, the Dodgers, the Dodgers? I don't think so. Maybe not this year, but you have the off season to go get that starting pitching. Right. Yeah, and that's damn, another thing pitching, too. Dan. Come on. That's another thing too. The Cardinals have never been that um, known to be very active in the in the free agent market. And that's th- something that concerns me a little bit. Something that needs to change in my opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. I mean, I feel like if we get starting pitching this off season with all the names that are gonna be available, I think we'll be in a real good spot. But Dan, you like to get your pitching at the close racket target. So, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you could be like the Red Sox and go shopping at Family Dollar. <laughs> if you know, you know. Fam for you, Tim. What's up? How's Tim Tommy Fam for you? Oh, I actually, I actually really like him. He got a few hits today. Whoa. Just don't get in any fantasy football leagues with him. <laughs> yeah, and don't go to Family Dollar with Reese McGuire. Oh boy, tough but fair. All right, let's hop into the AL East here. Talk about all these big things that are happening. Oh, crap. Okay, my bad. Yeah. So this is obviously really more affecting Ooh. the Jays. Hey, we have to do this. Do we have to do this? Yeah. Yes, unfortunately. Uh, um, I hate this is this. where Brandon should have came in, man. This the is where Brandon would have been. I hate this. I absolutely hate this. Hate it. <laughs> so, yeah. this is very bad. Michael, do you want to take? Do you want to take it away on this? Well, what were your thoughts on the Montez deal? I know Montas. I know you. Some of our other buddies. You guys were talking about the time. You guys thought this was really going to yeah. stop the trade market for a little bit. Yeah. Um. What were your thoughts on this deal at the time? And looking back on it just a little bit, how, how do you feel the Yankees come away with this? Well, the Jays were in on both. So I feel like they really had to set the tone here. And the Yankees did that. I feel like, the you know what, Montez, they gave up 
they avoided getting rid of any of their top prospects. That's number one to get Montez and Trevino. Trevino, he's had a down year this year, but you know, with the Yankees, I'm sure he'll bounce back. But honestly, the Yankees, they they had to make this push this year. This their time to wins now, so I feel like they had to make some sort of move like this. You know, obviously with the Soto rumors and all the other pitcher rumors, the Yankees had to go down, especially with Castillo going to Seattle. The Yankees' final option was really Montez, and I feel like the Yankees, they had to make this move. It was it was time for them to do something, and yeah, they had to do that. Is this Severino out for the year? No. Uh, no. no. He's, he's back in September. Yeah, oh, okay. he's on the aisle. Mid-September. Mm-hmm. But now your yeah. rotation for the playoffs is what? Severino, Cole, mm-hmm. Montez, Nestor. Tyon. Tyon. Tyon, yeah. Tyon. Pretty... Yeah, then you got Herman that's flirting with like the relief and the starter role. I don't know what they're gonna do with him, but yeah, you're not gonna roll out six but... starters in the playoffs, anyways. Yeah, um, definitely not. Yeah, big big day for the Yankees is they also got Benintendi. Uh, just uh... wait, time out, Warner. You know about the playoffs being a Reds fan? <laughs> oh, very little. All I know is uh, losing to the Phillies, pretty much, um, and the Giants in 2012 getting, after being up to no hit by Roy yeah. Holiday. <laughs> um, that wasn't fun. I, oh man, that wasn't fun. Get old Dusty Baker. But um, <laughs> moving on, moving on to the downfall of your team, Tim. Um, the Yankees oh, landing Andrew Pintendi, uh for a few for three um, prospects. This was I mean, very. I think, I think it's a great move. Very uh, awkward. Yeah. Very awkward. <laughs> very awkward for me seeing Andrew Benintendi in a Yankees jersey. But I never pictured that. But, I mean, he hasn't looked too hot to start. He had a three-strikeout game. He's already struck out as many times as the Yankee as he did all year <laughs> with the Royals. So uh, maybe it's Joey Gallo 2.0, I'm hoping. No, but I, I might be a little wishful thinking. He was a Yankees fan, right? Wasn't Ben Attendee, like, growing up a Yankees fan? Yeah. Right? I, I think he might have been. Yeah. Like, great. I don't know, but... Uh, I wanted the Jays to get him, man. I wanted the – he was, like, my number one guy. Like, it was either going to be Ben Attendee or Ian Happ yeah, I wanted. And yeah. the Jays, like <laughs> – And you so got – you got Whit Merrifield. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> I am so excited to have a guy who's three. Yo, Michael, I, I have a question yeah, about that for you. Yeah. So, like, what if he doesn't get vaccinated? Does he just play road games? Apparently, no. Apparently, they, they I think they know something. Like, Atkins wasn't going to say anything during the interview because it was, like, very fresh. Like, they just got him. But I think he knew something was happening. I mean, we gave up Castillo for him. We gave up Castillo and uh, who else did we give up? Uh, uh, Samad Taylor for him. So, I mean, we gave up some value for him. So, I feel like he's going to probably get vaccinated. And we're on a we're on a nine-game road trip right now. So, he could take all the time he needs because we're going to be using him right now. But I'm just saying, like, if he doesn't, he just plays road games. Uh, Tim, don't think like that. Where does he stay if if he doesn't get vaccinated? We he already have he, he's going to get, get vaccinated. No, apparently weeks ago he said something. Like, if he was no, on he said if he was on a contender, he'd get yeah, vaccinated. Yeah, that's what he said. We already have ago. Dan in here. So we don't need classify to the Blue Jays as contenders. Yeah, well, well, we're, we're top of the wild card. I mean, we're we're pretty much there. So, and we're going to make season. Let's first off, let's dive into this trade and the Jays trade downline. Uh, Michael, I know you. <laughs> you know my a lot, reactions. A lot of the Blue Jays community, granted, mm-hmm. we know a small sample size, I guess, yeah. were disappointed, I guess is the yeah. right word. 
especially yeah, looking at all likely. the names that are out there. Yeah. Uh, no, Noah Syndergaard getting traded, well, going to the Phillies uh, for that, basically. Yeah. Um, you have Ian Happ, unfortunately, staying, unfortunately for you guys. And I want Ian Happ, too, staying with the Cubs. Um, Missy on Montas. Were you guys yeah. in the Castillo race or no? Yeah, we were rumored, but I think we were just like touching base. Like, I don't think we were really serious for him. Yeah, it's like missing out on some of these guys. Ugh. Overall, do you feel the Jays made enough improvements to be mentioned in the thick contenders in the AL with the Yankees, with the Astros? Obviously, maybe a tier below those two teams, but do you guys feel I like mean, you made enough moves? I feel like we improved, but I feel like the gap is still large. Like, I think we're on, we under, what's the word? We underperformed at the deadline. I guess Atkins didn't, he got the pieces we needed. I mean, we needed a starter. We needed relief pitching and we needed an infielder because we don't know about Springer's health. Like he's a utility guy with Merrifield. He could play center field, he could play Definitely. second base. So, and he's an, he had like the longest Ironman streak. So we know he could stay healthy, but the problem is like, we got Anthony Bass too. I like that move. He, he throws hard stuff. I think he throws like 98. So, I mean, we got pieces, but it was just very underwhelming for a lot of Jays fans. Like my overall grade was like a B minus. That's very generous. Cause I know people gave him a C and D like overall, but it was, it was underwhelming, but I still feel like we made movement. I feel like we progressed. We didn't get rid of much of our farm, like Groshans. He's been in our farm for years now. He's kind of underperformed in AAA this year. So we had to make a move for him. You know, Samad Taylor, the biggest one we gave you guys, Sean, and that was Nick Frasso. He's going to be a good pitcher. He's like 20 years old. He threw, has good stuff so i feel like you know you guys probably improved at that end with your uh, farm system but i like uh, i like this mitch white guy too i mean he's a raw stripling 2.0 we got a guy who's dependable he could give us yeah. five innings so i'm happy we got five him. innings yeah yeah solid so, <laughs> i was gonna ask you this because i think i understand slightly why you would give it a b minus i'm just curious yeah. why and i'm curious why but i'm gonna throw you this is it because you give it, you're giving it a B minus more because of the process and like, hey, the front office properly diagnosed, hey, we need this, this, and this. Technically, they addressed it. Yeah. But it wasn't Syndergaard. It wasn't no, Montas. It, was, it wasn't the guys that no. – it wasn't the, the bigger names. Is that yeah. more why you're giving it the B minus? Yeah, I feel like Ross Atkins was just holding on to his prospects too much. That's what I feel like. I don't think he was going to give up much of his farm for like rental players like Syndergaard you saw the return that was for Syndergaard like the Phillies gave away one of their what top 10 prospects for him I don't know much about him but you know what the Phillies uh they they outbid the Jays you know I think Atkins was just holding his cards he wasn't going to give up much but honestly overall the return you know the return that we got from the deadline I didn't mind it but it's just very underwhelming and you know Jays fans are going to get too overly excited from our additions at the deadline Michael, I, I think I would say um, I think a B minus is just frankly too high. Um, you think you I, think, I think C, yeah. That, yeah, so if yeah. you're taking the kind of grade school approach where an A is amazing, excellent, yeah. uh, B is good, and C is average, I, I'd go it's about an average uh, trade yeah. deadline for yeah. a contending team. The, the management determined what positions they need. They determined players that can fill that role, but they didn't get players that could fill and exceed yeah. Uh, and, and be better than um, the players that they got. And and so I think I'd give it a C, maybe a C minus, slightly yeah. below average. But 
by no means did it hamstring their organization for this year or the future. Uh, which which is definitely good for a team with a really potent uh, lineup batting order as well. The thing is, we didn't address the left-handed bat. That was the big problem on our team. That's why we were linked with Ian Happ. Yeah, Ian Happ was our big target that we were trying to get. But that's the big issue. That's why I didn't grade it higher. You know, it's we, we didn't get Ian Happ, but I mean, we got some. You know, we got a Ross Stripling 2.0. You know, Ross Stripling's probably going to walk after this year. Mitch White has what, like a couple years of control on him. So I feel yeah. like we could still use him. He could be our number five. You know, Kikuchi, good God. I don't know what we're going to do with him. <laughs> we have another, what, two years left with him. So I don't know what's going on there. And then, yeah, we got, oh, and the biggest trade of the deadline. We gave away Beasley to the Pirates. We got rid of Jeremy Beasley. What a great release. We got cash considerations from the Pirates. I think we won the deadline right there just by getting rid of him. <laughs> now, forget Soto and Bell to the Padres. We got cast considerations, baby. Um, yeah. I wanted to bring this up now. This is more for everybody because I remember we were on this base. I think I had just landed in Chicago for my five hour wait for people in Chicago Ooh. airport. Thanks, Dan. It wasn't Dan's fault, actually. Uh, I don't even know why I just shout out Dan. Actually, no, shout out to Dan for recommending a good pizza spot. Thank you, Dan. Hey, there you go. In Chicago. Um, I'm in the Chicagoland area, so if you ever need recommendations. Oh, you are, Mike? See, I could have asked Mike. See, screw you, yeah. Dan. Ask the optimist, not the pessimist. <laughs> oh, man. Joking, Dan. Um, but crap. Castillo. Crap. There we go. Are we, are we just going to kind of transfer into a, a little segment, which I call the Reds selling all their players? The yeah. Reds selling all – you know what? The, the, the Reds, the Reds won the deadline. Yeah, the Reds, we yeah. The, we can touch on a bunch of NL teams, AL teams, the Mariners, the Red Sox, the um, – oh, where did the, the Twins – where did um, – I think what? Did, did Tyler Naquin go to the Mets or something? Tyler yeah. Naquin went to the Mets. Yeah, Drury to the to the Padres. I mean, we can just touch on basically every contending team here. Um, with, Mo- with Molly to the Twins. The Reds, the Reds Molly to the Twins. I think the Twins had a quiet, like, good deadline. Like, they, they were a sleeper, I think, at the deadline. They got, what, two yeah. bullpen arms. They got Fulmer and they got uh, they Jorge Fulmer, Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. Jorge I think Lopez the, I really think the Reds won the deadline. <laughs> and all the- Look at you, Warner. Look at that. Reds and winning, rarely hear that. <laughs> Just I know, wait till right? all these prospects walk. Only to let all these prospects. Uh, so I guess yeah, we can start with Warner on this one here. So obviously the three bigger trail, obviously Drury as well, but Castillo, yeah, Tyler Naquin, and Tyler Molly. Warner, where do you want to start at here? Just. The floor is yours, man. Uh, congrats on a good deadline in terms of value getting back for good players. Let's uh, let's start with let's start with Castillo, um, our best our best pitcher, probably since Johnny Cueto, prime Johnny Cueto, um, a guy that just could wipe out opposing lineups, and we sent him to the Mariners, which is kind of uh, a Reds player pipeline with with uh, Gino Suarez and Jesse Winger going there earlier. Um, Taylor Trammell, I believe, is a, is a Mariner as well. Um, but we we ended up getting two shortstops and uh, two pitchers. Um, headlined, of course, by um, Novelli Marte. 
I, I, I don't think it was I don't think it was a bad trade. Um, I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss Luis Castillo and uh, what he could do every fifth day. Um, that's basically the playoffs for any Reds fan when you have Castillo and Mally starting in a series. You're basically winning that series, um, provided the lineup heats up. But I think they're they're starting to build a nice young rotation of um, of athletes who can hit um, that just happen to play shortstop because that's one of the most athletic, athletically demanding positions. And we've seen the Reds take shortstops, uh, guys like Suarez move him to third, Senzel move him to the outfield to center. And um, the beautiful thing about, about that position is that those guys can play pretty much eight other positions uh, or seven other positions besides shortstop. Kyle Farmer used to be a catcher is now playing short for the Reds. Um, you've had guys like Jose Peraza who came up playing shortstop, go to second. Um, a shortstop can pretty much man anywhere defensively. So I think the Reds are just trying to acquire athletic players who can hit. And, and I think that's a great way to start to build um, your, your franchise back up from the ground. Dan, Mike, as fellow NFC Central, NL Bronx, yeah. Wrong sport. NFC Central. NFC Central. That's not even. Anywho. Uh, NL Central. Rivals of the Reds, both being Cardinals fans. How did you guys feel? Like seeing the Reds able to get this kind of deal done uh, as division rivals? I thought the Reds did a fantastic job of what they got. Um, Obviously, uh, Castillo was going to be gone after this year, so it was the right move to trade him. Um, kind of pissed that Seattle gave the Reds all that in return, but well, obviously you, you being the Reds fan, that you you know you're gonna I mean, be happy no, with that. MLB ranks Marte as our number one prospect already. After yeah. I mean, he immediately came over and it's said, true. "All right, I'm top dog." Yeah, and we're gonna have to deal with him for the next for for the, for the foreseeable future, and that's kind of annoying. Um. I think you guys may not like bandits in this in this deadline, honestly. Um, I I have the urge to smack Jerry DePoto right in the face. So, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think the Reds did did very well. Obviously, you know, won't miss that. You know, the Cardinals having to face Castillo or even Molly for that point. Um, so, but you know, it, it is good to see the Reds. Feel bad for the Reds fans, as, as crazy as that sounds, just because like I think you guys have had some opportunities. Don't be. This is very. I appreciate this coming from a former I, bitter yeah. rival. Um, yeah, I mean, in the I mean, back in the Brandon Phillips days. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, I like Brandon Phillips. I like. I get it. He would some some of the stuff he said about like, dude, never get pizza in St. Louis ever. Um, but you know, so like, yeah, I mean. I think the Reds did well, you know, you know, time will tell, uh, you know, Marte should be your guys' uh, you know, number one prospect because I think he's going to be an impact player. I like, I like him better than I like Abrams actually. Crazy as that sounds. And honestly, I mean, after what you guys did in the off season, trading away Suarez, letting Castellanos walk, Winker, all that stuff. Like I, I, I didn't understand it, and I still don't. But with the return that you guys got, I, I'd, I'd be very happy if I was, if, if I was a Reds fan right now with that return. 
Can we agree really drive really, to left? Can we agree really, really quickly if Castellini wasn't a doofus and they actually traded for some pitching at the deadline last year, or just like try to add arms to that bullpen, some capacity. They the would Reds have been probably, a playoff team. They would have won the division. Probably, <laughs> that a, yeah. That's gonna be my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would have been a playoff team easily. Easily. Jesse Great. Winker, Jesse Winker was our top prospect for probably the three years before he really came up and started playing well. He had a breakout season, and the Reds said, "All right, out of town." I mean, Pack your bags, bro. See they, ya. Won, they won eighty-three games. Top prospect. I mean, the amount of marketing exercises that the Reds did about Jesse Winker coming up to the big leagues is I mean, they promoted the crap out of him. And then they just say, oh, you hit 30 uh, runs. Bro, yeah, they, won, great, they won. Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, Great American Ballpark, pitching-wise, is a very difficult park to pitch in. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really fan, a fan of, uh, of that ballpark. No, you love it. I mean, it's you fine. It. I, I like I like kind of left center field to the right field foul line, but other than that, yeah, it, it's a very weird park. I was just gonna add this. By the way, remember when Tyler Naquin got like the hottest start ever? Yes, that was yeah. that was something. Um, no, like literally, they won eighty three games last year. Won the worst bullpens in baseball last season. Amir Garrett was our closer for a little bit. Yeah. Like mm. you add just a tiny bit of pitching at the deadline at bare like the Cardinals won eighty no they won ninety games they won ninety games last year oh it took us a seventeen game win streak to get there right 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 exactly yeah. right so it wasn't like like by you the also time, had an idiot of a by manager. the trade deadline they were still well in it yeah yeah like and even then like their starter like Castillo didn't have a good year last year he wasn't terrible I guess but he didn't have a good year. Molly was fine. Like, like even even your starting arms weren't that good either. So, like, you just add a few they need arms. Like at all. They need it. Right, right. Literally, they need a pitching in general. Like, you add maybe a starter and a couple of bullpen pieces. That team wins the division. But Castellini says, nope, let's tear it all down. That is dumb. Wonder, I got I got to preface this pitching too. Pitching sounds when familiar. We played, when we were playing you guys last year, when Vado was going on that tear, I thought every at bat he was hitting one out because that was Christ. so fun. How many games in a row? How many games in a row did he hit a home run? Like he hit one off the orange line at the Mets, and that yeah. would have been the new record. I think yeah. what, like fifth grade, yeah, fifth crazy. grade game or something, or sixth yeah. grade. I mean, hey Michael, um, yeah. if the Jays don't make the playoffs or whatever, just trade everybody. Yeah, trade them just all. Give up. Give up. We're done. <laughs> I'm, I'm, that, that's not even what I was doing that for. I was. Doing, oh, I, was I, thought, doing... I thought you were gonna mock. With... <laughs> I mean, that's out of left field. But give right. up, man. Give up. <laughs> the wrong up. mockery there. Oh, boy. I was gonna say trade, trade, Bo, trade, Vladdy. Um, oh, and wow. instead of adding pieces to already a good baseball team, no, just scrap instead it. Instead of adding yeah. a left-handed bat, just yeah. get rid of all your right-handed bats. Well, just clearly we couldn't do that at the deadline. So, man, we might as well just give up. We're done. Oh, righty. So, just some quick rapid fire here, and then we'll wrap things up with some more fun topics, less about individual trades. The I'll go more like individual to a person, so they can like have their share their own thoughts about it without going full round table. The Phillies they get Noah Syndergaard. All right, guys, bye. (laughs) 
I was going to say, dang it, man. I was going to go to Michael on this one because, again, the Jays, the two big players, actually the three big players they're really rumored around was Rafael Iglesias, uh, who also got traded. I have to look at my thingy here. Remind me where he got traded to. Uh, Iglesias went to the Braves. Thank you. Um, And then Syndergaard and then Ian Happ. Ian Happ stays. You lose Syndergaard. Syndergaard goes to the Phillies. Michael... First off, was this a good trade for the Phillies? And how frustrating is it for you as a Jays fan that you guys missed out on Senegal? Yeah. Well, I mean, we were rumored with them, like, literally the whole deadline. And then, for some reason, Philly just swoops in and just takes them from us. But I I don't know the Phillies' prospect pool, so I'm not too sure about their prospects. But obviously, the Jays couldn't match it, so... I'm like, eh, I thought we were going to get a good closer. You know, well, he's having a rough year this year and, you know, get a pitcher for a year, solid vet pitcher. And, you know, we did the complete opposite. But, you know, it's all right. Um, I feel like uh, Syndergaard's going to do well for them. I still don't think they're going to win at all Philadelphia. I feel like they're just – they're a mess right now. They, they, they didn't address any of their relief pitching. They got David Robertson, but I don't know if that's going to really push them to the world series but still you know it's good for Syndergaard he got out of LA um and yeah yeah happy <laughs> happy for him not happy for me Moniac was low-key a good get after they gave up Marsh today mm. I, was I gonna like go that to move so Tim yeah. you guys were rumored to be a potential seller at the deadline especially after <sighs> a rough stretch after a really really hot stretch where you're like oh crap the Red Sox might be good at baseball again. They guys got a really rough spot, and now you're looking. And now we just beat the Astros in the series. Now you just beat the Astros in the series. So one of the guys that you guys were in talks or trading was J.D. Martinez. Um, you guys did get Tommy Pham as well. What what where do you, what do you think is the direction for this ball club, Tim? Like, so I have a really yeah. hot take about this ball club. As it sits right now, I think they improved at the deadline, and I think they're the second-best team in the division. Call me crazy. Call me whatever you want, but I think they passed the Blue Jays because the Blue Jays Jays didn't really add. The Red Sox added exactly what they needed. Sure, they got rid of their all – not wasn't an all-star, but could have been an all-star catcher, but they added defense at first base. Well, the first baseman who's hitting 270 this year has a 130 WRC plus against lefties. So I really do like the Hosmer ad, especially because they're paying him vet minimum. They fleece the Padres out of two prospects for Jay Groom, who's at MLB 5 at best. I cover a lot of the Red Sox minor leaguers, so I do have a good idea about them. And mm-hmm. I, I was pretty sure Jay Groom was going to be the guy dealt today, and sure enough, he was because Toronto, not Toronto, San Diego needs pitching, and Jay Groom should be up by the end of this year, and he's a good little lefty piece, but I think he's a 5 at best, probably winds up in the bullpen. Excuse me. Um, I really like the Tommy Fam get, and uh, I have a not safe for work comment, so I'm just gonna keep that to myself about Reese McGuire. Oh, yeah, thank Aren't you. Aren't you excited? You got Reese McGuire and Kevin Plowecki as your catchers. I mean, yeah, we just gotta keep we gotta keep Reese McGuire away from Family Dollar. That's oh, all I gotta God. say. <laughs> Lord, I'm not even gonna ask. I, I'm honestly not gonna lie. I have no clue what that reference means, and I'm glad I don't. I'm not even gonna ask what that reference yeah, means. You, you, yeah, you'll know after. You'll know don't. after. This is dope. But, yeah, let's just say true. that was very bold of Tim to say Boston's the second best team. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's yeah, yeah. What's your uh, 
I don't know. I don't know about Boston being the second best team. Uh, now, Tim, are you worried at all about Xander leaving? Um, I, I honestly, I'm part of the small committee that hopes he leaves. I want to oh, move on. I want to start. Go ahead. He's not hitting for power like he used to. I mean, the average is still there. His numbers are down. He's also being a whiny little. Like he sat. To, he sat today because we traded Christian Vasquez. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Did he really? Wait. Did you like? That's the official reason. Him? Oh, you're muted, Tim. You're muted, Tim. Up, oh, muted, muted. Up, oh, cam out. He sat oh. today because we traded Christian Vasquez. He literally had the day off because he was emotional. Like in protest. So um, that happened, and then yay editing. They had they had a press conference where he was like, obviously he's the captain of the team. And then he pretty much said they didn't add anything. So he wasn't being very welcoming of the new teammates. And I'm just I'm ready to move on and have Raphael Devers be the face of this team. <laughs> but hey, Boston's second team. Yeah. Having- Michael, Michael, hit me when you guys beat the Astros in a series. Mm. We beat them in a season series this year. Oh, you did? We did too. Mm. <laughs> you, know who did? you know who didn't? The Yankees. Uh, I will say to your Bogart's point, he's he's still a slugging 454, which is a slight drop off, but he's got a 132 OPS plus. Uh, which I know it, it, it's a lot of doubles, but the home he's not even gonna hit 20 home runs this year. I doubt. I doubt he reaches 20 home runs. I mean, he's had 420 plate appearances, hit eight home runs. Um, so you know he'll probably be close to that 20 home run mark, but you know. Players, he's, especially veterans like him, can catch fire at any point. And, he's going to command thirty million. He's just not worth that anymore. I do think that's fair. Bull prediction: He's going to the Cardinals. I yep. doubt the yeah. Cardinals are going to give him thirty million a year. <laughs> no, yeah. Dan, no, Mike, no. would you guys approve of that? What do you he, think? No, not giving not giving him thirty million. No. I just want to see Dan's reaction. That's why I bring everything to the Cardinals. Yeah, everything to, to the Cardinals. <laughs> yep. F that no 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 team. What if what if it involved what if it was a sign in trade Albert Pujols for uh, Dan? Well, Pujols no, no, it had to be Dylan anyway. Carlson. Dylan Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Gorman too. Hey, you know what? Carlson hit a home run today and made some he pretty did. good plays in he center did. field. So he really did. But anyway, to the point of the Red Sox, the Hosmer move wasn't the sexiest, but we're paying him vet minimum for the next three years. And he can mentor Tristan Cassis, so I'm really excited for that. He went to the same high school as Tristan Cassis, so they've hung out before, done workouts and stuff together. Speaking of guys who aren't going to hit 20 home runs in a season. <laughs> we'll see, Mike. We'll see, Mike. The only difference is 30 mil uh, and, and vet men. But. True. Hey, Tim, he's yeah. going to mentor Bobby Dalbeck. Don't worry about it. Yo, do not mention that name to me. You know how much I hate him. I hate him more than Dan hates Albert Pujols. Oh, wow. Like, wow. I would send that dude to the fucking moon. I mean, Bobby Dalbeck never got you a World Series, though. Ooh. That's true. All right. Let's move on here. Let's go. I guess oh, we're staying in the, in the AO. Crap, my mic disconnected. Yeah, just not. Thanks, Warner. Thanks for bringing it up. David Peralta traded to the Rays. All 
The Rays gave up versus Christian Serrata. I can't hear any of you guys. So, Michael, Tim, what are your guys' thoughts on this? shit was so weird. That was yeah, literally very, the weirdest trade. Very random. I, I didn't think the Rays needed Peralta. Like, the Jays were in on him, but, I, you know, I think the Jays were aiming higher. Of course, they were trying to aim higher, and they missed, but eh, don't worry about it. But, yeah, Peralta, it's just very confusing. I think Tim can agree with me. I just I didn't think they needed an outfielder, especially not a lefty bat of David Peralta. It's very odd. That's really all I have to say about it. It's a very odd trade. Yeah. Alrighty, just. I mean, could, could, worry, better off. could it be that the Rays are just playing chess and don't want the the, the Blue Jays to get their hands on a left-handed bat? Well, Kevin Gosman pitched a gem tonight against them, so I mean their odds are uh, you know, <laughs> didn't do didn't do that great there. How did David Peralta help him with that? Mm, Gosman pitched like he had a one hitter. That's all through like eight innings, and he struck out ten. Speaking of one hitters, um, not through eight innings, but Hunter Green uh, through six innings. Uh, six Who innings cares? One hit ball. Yo, when you said. Talk, speaking of one hitters, I thought this conversation was going somewhere else. Same, same. <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. Maybe the Rays should have traded for Jake Peralta, though. I thought we were about to start talking about big poppy cannabis. Okay, let's let's <laughs> let's move on here. Um, Team of the so, All Star Game, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. talking to everybody for two seconds. Oh man. Oh man. So so far, it's been a really fun show. We're gonna. Just, Start wrapping things up here in just a sec. But what would everybody say is the biggest trade deadline winner? Let's Cincinnati Reds. Well, I guess Tim is already talking, so let's go Tim. Cincinnati Reds. I don't think I really have to explain it. They got Nove Marte, and that's a huge prospect for them. He's going to be – he has a bright future for the Reds, and he'll be their star shortstop next to Ailey De La Cruz. What about uh, buyer-wise? What what team do you think was moved the closest to a World Series, and who would your World Series favorites be after this trade deadline? Well, for me, I'd go San Diego buyer-wise, but I still have the Dodgers as the slight favorite for the World yeah. Series. So would that be Dodgers, Padres, Braves, Mets? Yeah. Would that be your kind of order there? That would be my final four, yeah. It'd be in order. It'd be Dodgers, Padres, Mets, Braves. That's Braves. That's Braves. Okay. Shield's not gonna like that, but you know. <clears throat> who cares? Well, uh, so, Dan, uh, who would you say is the biggest trade deadline winner? Um, obviously the Padres. Honestly, when you get a guy like Juan Soto, and then you add Josh Bell to that lineup, who's a switch hitter, hits for power. Um, but this starts their window now. They've got three years to prove that they can win a World Series, and if they don't, they're gonna look like a bunch of idiots. So, um. Yeah, or two years and then they trade Soto for a bunch more prospects. That is true. That is true. All right, let's go to uh, go go to Mike. Mike, what what do you, who do you think was the biggest trade deadline winner? I think it has to be the Padres because of Soto. Um, you know, I think you know getting a one Soto is, is such a big deal. Um, but I think you know the Yankees did well as well. I will say that. I mean, Montas is a was a good pickup for them. So then who would your AL uh, kind of Final Four be in terms of uh, playoff contention in World Series? Final Four for the AL would be Yankees, what, Yankees, Astros. Uh, I have to go Blue Jays. 
Michael's face just lit up there. I saw that. (laughs) I mean, honestly, Uh, I don't know if there's even a fourth team that you would throw. Mariners, the Twins, contingents. Stay sleeping. Stay sleeping. Stay sleeping. I I I got a. Based on the deadline, the Twins, I think they do well for themselves. Yep. They're going to win that division, which, much like for uh, for the Cardinals, is you know, ho hum because that the two central divisions are just horrible. They're they're awful. Yeah, I got a little bit of a hot take when it comes to the uh, playoff seedings because um, I I don't trust the Twins. Um, so if I were to pick American League and National League favorites right now. I'd say the Yankees, Astros, uh, Blue Jays. But honestly, in the Central, in the AL Central, this may be a little bit of a hot take, but I still think the White Sox are the best team. Wow. In yeah. I don't like that take. If, they're, then, if, they're, if their manager can stay awake for more than Right, right, right. That's the third game. And then National League, it's Dodgers, uh, Padres, Braves, Mets. I think the Braves uh, take the East, and the Mets get a wild card spot. Michael, biggest MLB trade deadline winner. Well, obviously the Padres. Yeah, the Padres, obviously, but for content reasons, I'm going to say the Twins. I like what the Twins did. They added two bullpen arms in uh, Fulmer, and they got Jorge Lopez, so that will help them out with Duran as well. You know, that's going to be a great rotation, or a back end, I mean for relief pitching. And then, yeah, they added uh, Tyler Molly. Obviously, they gave up a little bit of a haul firm, but I feel like he could fit well with that team. And, yeah, they're going to be a good team. I think they're going to be playing the Jays in the playoffs. That's what I think. And it's going to be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see. But, yeah, I think the Twins win it. And, uh, obviously, the Padres with the deals they brought. They, they're trying to go all in. They got, a, what, a three-year gap. And I feel like time is now for them. Warner, biggest trade deadline of Warner. <clears throat> You have to we go with your own team right, right now. Um, but I, I would say, um, you know, everybody said the Padres, and, and I, I absolutely think that's that's correct. I think the Yankees made great moves as well, um, getting bo- bo- boosting up not only their their uh, pitching rotation and staff, but also the, uh, the lineup, getting rid of Joey Gallo, bringing in – um, Andrew Benton, and I think they brought in somebody else who I'm just forgetting at the moment. Um, Harrison Bader. Bader. Yeah, he's not going to make an impact this season, though. I, I uh, guess that was geez. just it. Uh, yeah, for the year. Um, and and I also think um, that I, I I like the the deals that um, the Braves made in terms of their bullpen. They gave up uh, Will Smith, yeah. but um, I think getting Rysel Iglesias was a good move, and um, I think that the value they got for Will Smith uh, shouldn't be underestimated. Um, mm. Switching him for Jayco to Rizzi, uh, who's just going to be able to eat up more innings, uh, yeah. throw hard, and I mean, I, I think I feel fine putting Oda Rizzi in for a, a one-inning situation, um, mm. or I mean, or preferably multiple. If if say one of your starters just doesn't give you a good outing, or you want somebody to start a game, throw four innings, five innings, and then pitch later on in the series in a one or two inning kind of scenario. Yeah. I To respond and give my answer, I suppose, I feel like the cop-out answer is the Padres. Yeah. Um, Come no on, content-wise, Sean, do something con- else. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what give I'm saying. Give us a like thumbnail. Con- con- give us a thumbnail. Uh, 
So I, I think the Twins I want some Stephen A. Smith level bullshit coming out. Oh here. no, 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 no! I, the I, Dodgers I, win the trade deadline. Joey Gallo I, hits. Joey tanks. Gallo, yep. baby, he's about to hit forty home runs in the second half of the season, baby. Let's go. Um, no, no, I'm, I'm not. Not even to come anywhere near close to saying that. I do like the Yankees and what they did a lot, as much as I almost just threw up in my mouth saying that. But, I mean, honestly, they got rid of Joey Gallo, which was just a major deficiency for them. And you go get Andrew Benatendi, and then you go get Frankie Montas, and we kind of talked about it earlier. That rotation come playoff time is going to be just nasty, again, with Montas, um, Nestor, Garrett Cole, Severino, and, and some of the other guys they have as well. Um tie on that was the name i was blanking on um low-key the mariners i think they mm. gave up a haul yeah but i he was the best pitcher on the market so i understand it going to get uh luis castillo I, I think that was the need for them so i don't mind their trade deadline either um so yeah and there, there's a bunch of teams man that i liked a lot i like the twins i know michael brought them up the yankees the padres are the cop-out answer but you can't deny the deadline they had getting Getting Hater, getting the so- Soto and Josh Bell, which honestly, I feel like if it was just Soto by himself, that deal was a little bit better for the Nationals. But it's the fact they got Josh Bell thrown in that package as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I think those are probably the biggest winners for me. The the Padres, the Yankees, and the Twins are probably the biggest three. And we all said those three. So there we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Biggest trade deadline loser. Who did I start with last time? I forget. Did I start with Dan last time to start? Tim. I started with Tim last time it started. So just because I said his name, let's go to Mike. Because I definitely didn't say Mike's name. <laughs> Mike, biggest trade line loser. I think it's gotta I think it's gotta be the Nationals. Um <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, they got a haul, right? They got a haul, but I mean I, I, I there was this whole big thing about they got the biggest haul of all time, which I, I just I, I kind of disagree with that. I don't think they did, and I think you needed to. I think they absolutely had to get a, a tremendous haul for Soto, and they failed. Fair enough. Mm. Uh, Tim, biggest trade deadline loser. This is tough for me because I feel like every team that made a move did pretty well on both ends. So I'm going to go with the only team that didn't make a trade at the deadline. The Colorado Rockies. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. They signed Bardu like a two-year deal. I don't know what yes. the hell they're did doing. You, did you hear what their GM said today? What? What did they say? When asked why he didn't make a trade, he said, we are the only team who extended a guy before the deadline, what? which was false. Other teams had extended players. And on top of that, he copped out on not making a move. He could have traded Jose Iglesias. He could have traded CJ Crone. There was options to trade to get players back, and he just didn't. Can we talk Literally. about the genius idea that uh, said, let's switch Nolan Arenado with Chris Bryant? <laughs> yeah. And also, literally, didn't Austin Riley just get, like, paid three days ago? Right. Yeah. God. Yeah. But, no, Chris. that 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 definitely A lot of did. things go over the Rockies GM's head, though. Head though so. Dan. Is, Sorry, go ahead, Mike. Line line I was going to say Chris Bryant should change his name to Injured Bliss. <laughs> Dan, biggest trade deadline loser. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the Seattle Mariners. Ooh, okay. They uh they got Castillo for a year and a half. 
And they better pray to God that they can resign him because they gave up a haul. And I mean a haul. Probably the biggest haul of any uh, trade in this deadline. Um, in a deadline with Juan Soto in it. In a deadline with Juan Soto in it, which is nuts. And, you know, in and of itself, um, I don't understand. So you're just really high on Novelli Marte, basically. Well, I mean, you even you can understand that the Mariners did not have to give up all of that. I'll take it. I mean, you yeah, as a Red fan, you're gonna take that, and I, you'd be stupid not to. But that that was, wow, that that was that was bad. That was bad. I'd say I'd, the Mariners for sure. I mean, the, I think the 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 question comes down to uh, with that, and I'm not necessarily arguing that the Mariners had a fantastic trade deadline, or they had the worst. Um, but Castillo can be a guy who's going to throw 200-plus innings, strike out 250-plus batters, and have an ERA below three, um, and, and be an ace. He, he has that kind of capabilities. Um, right, right. So, and no one's so the question is, do you think that you know uh, a stud like Novelli Marte combined with Edwin Arroyo, uh, who are both top ten Reds prospects now, and then Levi Stroud and Andrew Moore, do you think those guys um, can – be you know us uh, two studs and an ace or two studs and a, a three or a four guy in uh, in in the Reds long long term things right if you combine that with them losing Castillo then yeah it's an overpay but if say uh, Marte pans out but Arroyo doesn't um, Stroud has injury issues and Andrew Moore just kind of runs himself out of baseball then I, I would say it's a, it's a pretty good trade on on your behalf and that's kind of that's the big mystery with all these prospects and, and why a lot and, of people are low on the, the, the Nationals' return for Juan Soto and David Bell, or Josh Bell. To Warner's point, I think this is definitely one more one of those trades where it's more call me in three years. Fair. Like, talk to me in three years. Has Marte started to show any growth in any development? Have any of these guys shown? Now, has Luis Castillo been able to put together consecutive seasons where he's a legit number one ace in rotation. If those, if like that pans out and you look at the guys that the Mariners gave up and they haven't really done much to that point, then you could say, maybe we're saying the opposite in three years times. Like crap, man, like Castillo's been balling and the prospects they gave up haven't performed. Maybe the Mariners actually won that deal, but I I definitely understand um, for right now where Dan, did you want to respond to that or? Oh yeah. Just, I just went real quick. Um, it's not that I don't think Castillo will perform because I think he's going to be a stud for them. It's the fact that is it enough to push them over the hump and beat the Astros? I don't yeah. think it yeah. does that. I don't think that is the. Uh, I don't think it moves the needle in that sense. Fair enough, um, Michael and Warner. If you don't mind, I'm going to go because yeah. I know this is a bolder take, but I'm sitting here and I think the one thing that we've all talked about is like, hey. The Jays, Michael really wanted this player. I'm not saying the Jays has one biggest deadline loser, by the way. Mm. Uh, but the Jays wanted this player, this player, this player. I wanted a certain player. The Yankees and a, uh, I don't want to say a friend, uh, a Yankee <laughs> associate, I guess, really, really wanted a certain player for the longest time. Is, is it a bold take to say the biggest trade, line, trade deadline loser was the Cubs? 
I was, I was, I was literally, I was, I was Sean, thinking I was that literally too. about to say yeah. that. That was no, my number not, two. Not a bold Sean, if you all. took it to me, I would have said that. I would have said Dan's for... second favorite team is Chicago Cubs. I would have said that. <laughs> favorite team. No, my for second, not... second option. Yeah, for in is are we all agreeing this because we're like not capitalizing on the Contreras. value? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And half. yeah, they're pretty yeah. much brinking on giving Contreras the qualifying offer and him leaving and them getting a good draft pick. Wow, is what they're you could have just brought or, it to me, or do you Sean, think they're stupid it. enough to resign? <laughs> I think that they're going to contend and resign both of them. Hap's not so a free well, agent after this year, though. No, but he's going to be a rental next deadline, so the pointless of the value. Right, like, and now like his what, value drops because he's yeah. a rental. What yeah. what was the point of that hug then between? Yeah, him? like I don't get it. It's <laughs> such a big deal. Like, like what the hell? Well, I'm so glad to be your teammate for next week. I love you. I love. I love you, man. We're, we're gonna was, play here for this bad team for the next year, the at least, guys. <laughs> I was gonna say the exact same. Yo, they were they were hugging it out to cope about being Cubs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn it, <Yeah>. we're Cubs. <laughs> right. <laughs> at least they we're probably, together. They, they probably got the call like, "Hey, you guys are gonna stay. We're not trading you." Come here, Rolster. Damn it, I thought we were getting traded. <laughs> Warner, quick question because you're an, you're an NL Central fan. I have to ask you. Out of all the teams in the NL Central, who has the most annoying fan base? Fan base? I think I know what he's going to say. I'm curious. Yeah. I think it's got to be the Cardinals. I, I really? Yeah. Wow. Cardinals, Cardinals, then the Cubs. Yes! I now, now, I will say this. I cannot stand Cubs fans because whenever the Cubs play the Reds, especially in recent years, there's a sea of blue in the stands. Uh, at least oh. with Cardinals fans, I can't tell which red is which team. Okay, real, so. really quick, you should have been at the Dodgers Reds game at oh, uh, Great American Ballpark. It was terrible. literally I'm all blue and chance of Freddie. Can, Freddie can we, Freeman hit a bases clearing double or triple or something, and there's just Freddie, Freddie, just ring. Freddie, Freddie. All right, there. Anyway, I, uh, actually, I thought you were going to say the Cubs, but I, I thought Cardinals, he was going to say the Cubs too. Yeah, I knew no, he was going to say the Cardinals. The Cubs are up there, uh, but I don't think they got too cocky after having like three good teams and winning a championship in the last hundred some odd years. Um, Honestly, I thought you were going to say the Cubs or Brewers. I knew the Cardinals probably getting, up there, but the Cubs were getting real cocky in 2015, and then obviously were. when they won in 16, 17, yep. 18. Every year I they had, won could the not Central, stand they were when cocky. Like, the whole Cubs starting lineup was the All Star starting lineup too, and Joe Madden was that like, shit was I, so fucking annoying. Yeah, oh my god! Yeah. And then I, I had Cubs fans tell me that they had a dynasty after one World Championship. So. <laughs> I never heard that. I, I never heard that. Oh, All right, I, really quickly because here, so yeah. This ties into other sports debates. What is what's a dynasty? Is because the way I view it, continue for eight or more years in a row. A dynasty, twenty is, years of dominance. Nobody, not everybody's a patriot. <laughs> the, right. The a dynasty the is a guy for this continued period of time where you've won titles or just been really, really, really great. But I think you have to have multiple titles in that stretch. Yeah, it's got to be titles. It's got to be titles, yeah. but you have like you can't win a title in 2000, for example, just throwing I, out I would, years. I would say, I, would say uh, I think a great team that's not a dynasty is the Green Bay Packers. While they've been consistently really, really good for the last 20 or so years. Your favorite team, Michael. They, yeah. <laughs> they've, only, they've, only, they've only won one ring. And uh, have had multiple disappointing losses late in the playoffs. Right. 
Whereas my, a team like I, Patriots I, I would I definitely be a dynasty because they huh? those. On the Packers? I disagree. You think they're a dynasty? I don't think they're a dynasty. Oh. Oh, we disagree. Oh, maybe, maybe I did. Oh, then I'm agreeing. Then okay. Oh, that's a say. I, thought, I thought you were saying. I thought you were saying, in spite of them not winning, that they were a dynasty. Okay. No, no, no. Was, yeah. I think no. the only real dynasties in the 2000s, maybe, maybe like early Steelers, uh, but then the Patriots. Um, yeah, but like my point was like, in my opinion, if you win like in 2000, 01, 02, 03, 04, you suck, and then you win 05, that's not a dynasty because you sucked for 02 mm. to 04. It needs yeah. to be a continued stretch. What if you like, win in what if you win in 04, 07, 13, and 18? Tim, shut up. Nobody cares about the Patriots. I was talking oh, about the Red Sox. Yeah. Oh, Crap. Yeah. But it's like Rodley, those years you won 04 with the Pats. I think I think it would be safe to say the Red Sox and the Yankees have both had smaller dynasties yeah. in the two thousands. Yeah. All right. We're going off on a loose tangent but, here. But yeah. uh Michael, anything else you want to add since we had the same team? Yeah, no, nothing. They're just clueless. Nothing new. Jay should have got Ian Happ. That's all I'm saying. All right. <clears throat> I, I think I think you should add uh both the Giants and the Brewers in that uh category yeah. too. And that's just because those teams were unlike the Cubs, those teams were got teams that could either be buyers or sellers and it seemed like the brewers just got worse um and and downgrading a closer while not really improving anything i mean nobody on that team except hunter Renfro, i think <laughs> has an ops over eight um and and with the giants i mean they could have gotten a huge hole for guys like rodon jock peterson um, they traded Darren Ruff. Same reasoning, basically. But, like, but they also could have confusing. been buyers at the deadline and and wow. really boosted up. I, I think I think they kind of wanted to be buyers, and then once the Juan Soto news broke, they were like, "Oh, we have no shot." Yeah, but didn't have enough games time out to of that walk the, Kind of come up with a deal. Yeah, but uh, I would right. say those, those kind of three teams um, would yeah. be would be my losers. You know what but, I love to see is the Pirates seem to have the Brewers numbers. <laughs> all right let's wrap things up we're about an hour and a half strong here by giving a world series prediction this is oh, on the record you. so if anybody said if dan says actually, if no, anybody says say, the blue jays we know they're lying yeah yep. I, was about, I was about to say if dan said cardinals yankees he'd he'd be lying hey me dan, and dan have a bet if the cardinals make the playoffs i get some money off dan remember that Ooh. Really? I went in yeah. on that. It was, it was a small bet. It was, ten, it was, it was <laughs> ten bucks. Ten bucks. I said the Cardinals were going to make the playoffs. Dan's like, Michael, they're not making the playoffs. Stop. With what pitching? <laughs> what pitching? No. What pitching? Jose Quintana. Mike yeah. is like, hey, this is my team. I went in on that money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Warner, World Series pick. I mean, I think, I think you got to go um, – I think you got to go Reds Twins. Um, right. a, <laughs> I think I think uh, in all reality, I think both the Dodgers and the Padres are going to end up not making the World Series. I think we're going to see uh, the Braves make it in the NL, um, and and I think in the AL we're going to see probably the Astros. Um, no, boo! No, I'm, get them out of here. We're not. No, not another Bye. Braves Astros. Cheaters. Right, not another Braves Astros. No. All right, let's go to Nationals then. No, no, <laughs> not that either. I'm sick of the Astros. Get them out of my face. All right, Dan, 
World Series picks. World Series pick? Okay, I want to do something that's not the norm and not oh, going to be the consensus here. Here we go. Blue Jays. <laughs> Cardinal. And no, 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 no. Blue Jays Brewers. Whoever wins gives the other 50 bucks. I'm going to say Blue Jays Padres. Wow. That would be uh, an exciting you know team. And I Talk will personally go to your house and thank you. For predicting that. If <laughs> well, well, how about this, Michael? Let's just do Blue Jays Do- Dodgers, which is actually going to be my pick. So let's just do that. Oh wow! Really? It's going to be mine too. There we oh, go. My, what the hell, people? <laughs> Damn. Wait, are we like? So I'm curious what everybody else. Well, never mind, Tim. What, what's your pick? Because I, I got I got the Subway Series and the World Series. Mets wow. Yankees. Ooh, that oh. would be good. I got Yankees Dodgers. <laughs> Yankees, Yankees Dodgers. Dodgers. If, if there's a Subway series, series in the World Series, I would be forced to root for the fucking Mets, and I don't want to do that. Are winning it. Dan, no. If it was the <laughs> Yankees and no. Mets in the World Series, I'd have to. You root can't for root Mets. for the Mets. You're a Cardinals. Come I can't on. root for the Yankees. I can't. Yes, you can. Yes, no, you can. I hey, can. you got Montgomery from them. You better root for them. Harrison Bader. Harrison Bader. He's going to come Rose. out like Willis no, Reed. No, what pisses me off even more about that is that Matt Carpenter is playing the way he is with the fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> what You're the cheating. fuck? You're Matt happy Carpenter. Right? I'm happy for Matt Carpenter. Matt Carpenter though. is on roids. He is cheating. Yep. The salsa so, and the mustache, dude. Tim and Mike, Tim and Michael, you guys have the World Series. Uh, you have it being the Subway Series, and Michael has it being Yankees Dodgers. Yeah. So you guys think the Yankees are finally able to get over that Astros mental block, or do the Blue Jays upset the Astros <laughs> and we get a Yankees Blue Jays ALCS? Yankees beat the Blue Jays. My ALCS is Red Sox Yankees. Well, yeah, I would, I would do that well, if, if we're able. I don't know if we're gonna play. Teams. I don't know if we're playing the Twins. If we're gonna be playing the Twins, that's gonna be a tough one in itself. I think we pass the Twins, we play the Yankees, and we lose to the Yankees. Okay, would that be a failure of a season, or is that success? No, no, we made the playoffs. We get through the first round. I'm happy. You know what? They're still all young. They're not. They're not like the Yankees. Aaron Judge is in his prime. You got all those guys. Vladdy's still young. Bo's still young. We got I mean, a bunch arguably of arguably in their prime. I mean, if I had well, say... I mean. I still feel like see they're under control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I said, what do you say, Dan? I said I think the Twins missed the playoffs. Oh my God! All right, been a good one, guys. guys. If I said the teams that are like World Series are bust: Yankees, Dodgers, Padres, Padres, yeah, Padres, Mets, yeah, Padres, yeah. Are the Mets World Series or bus Mets? Yeah, I would say Mets have to be. Yeah, I think the Yankees might be the only AL team, though. Um, Yeah, yeah, because everyone else that's making the playoffs has control over their good players for quite a while. Yeah, I mean the Astros added Mancini, but is that really a push for them? Like, yeah, Mancini's Mancini's solid, and they got they got an actual catcher and Vasquez. Yeah, yeah, instead of a catcher who hits under two (laughs) hundred. Yeah. Didn't they win a World Series with Robins and Torinos? The Braves aren't World Series. Are both. No, they won that World Series with no. Maldonado, who was hitting right. under 200. Yeah. They've got most of the Braves got most of the guys locked up. Yeah, they're guys locked up. His, uh, yeah. Swanson. Yeah, the, the Jays have guys good. under control, so we're we're just hoping to make the playoffs and get through the first round, and I'll be happy. All right. Um, well, we, we will this. meet we you all at the winter meetings after the playoffs are over. 
So this is how we actually wrap up shows. Uh, we missed this with Brandon. And I just thought about it right now. I'm like, how the hell do we miss doing this with Brandon? So mm. whenever we have a guest on the show, Warner's very tired. So I'm sorry, Warner, that I'm dragging this out for you. Um, <laughs> my, leg, my legs hurt, man. Straight up. I'm um, sitting down and my legs hurt. Um, so what we do to close out every show where we have a guest or multiple guests in this case, we do a thing called flip the table. Uh, oh, the fuck? Yeah. So basically <laughs> Warner, Warner will flip his table. His mic would fall all over, and that's how we wrap up. I'm joking. Uh, Warren, you want to explain what the table is? Yeah, no, I basically just throw my computer and see what happens. No, um, so <laughs> flip the table is basically where we give uh, you four as guests the opportunity to ask us any question, whether it's uh, sports related or not. So, um, if you guys want to go ahead and flip the table. Yeah, Sean, how about you flip that uh, Anthony Davis uh, portrait? Throw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Get it out. Hey, yo, Sean, I have a question for you. Oh, Sean has a question. Oh, boy. He, he can't hear you right now, but... Sean, I have a question. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Do I have to be nervous? Yeah. Yep. Oh, Why God. You look like a weak Please Why? save it for after the... I already Why? have to edit this. Why isn't Kyrie Irving a Laker yet? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, we can, we can spend a minute on this. Why isn't Kyrie a Laker yet? Yeah, what the hell, Sean? You and why isn't, why isn't Katie a Celtic? Pack my bags. I'm uh, going into retirement. Um, I put in my two weeks, Trevor. I quit. <laughs> there you go. Yep. No, no, I have, I have a serious question for both of you. What do you guys want to do with your lives? Oh, this? Jeez. Wow. Honestly. Let's get into it. I'm doing it. Very straight to the point I'm doing already. Coaching, doing the podcasting stuff, Laker Nation stuff. They have a question, Sean. You want to play MLB after this? <laughs> uh, Yeah. Give me like there 20 minutes after the recording. And then, there you yeah. go, Tim. All right, let's run threes. Yep. Not Evo. Sorry, Evo. <laughs> Warner, I, I got to ask you this question. And uh, how long do you think it'll – how long do you think the Reds' window is of rebuilding until they're uh, a competitive team? How close do you think they are? Search right here. Hold on. Um, <laughs> the age. Um, well, Castellini's the owner, so they're never going to compete. Yeah, so he's eighty years old. So <laughs> at least uh, at least five years. At least five years. Yeah. At least five years. Oh no, did we lose Mike? Brutal. Yeah, Mike's like enough of this crap. Enough of this crap. <laughs> Sean's about to bang his AD poster or jersey. Guys, backs, pack. Hey, oh, poster. It's not actually a jersey. Sean's got a poster in the background. Yeah, no, but realistically, I'd say I'd say give me three years. Um, three years? Three, maybe four years, depending on if we extend guys like India or um, – Stevenson, for sure. Stevenson, yeah. Really, those are the extend only Extend Votto. Give him more years. Yeah. Dude. I'm thinking ten more, man. Votto's still banned. Yep, why not? <laughs> I could see the Reds and the Pirates running that division in, in the foreseeable future. I don't see the Brewers being a player at all. See what the Pirates. Mark Reynolds is still in the Pirates, right? Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark, Mark Reynolds. For some Mark. reason, he's still there. Um, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Reynolds, Cabrian Hayes, and O'Neill Cruz is a great core to have. Uh, He's still young, isn't Brian Reynolds? Like what, 20, 25, 20? Yeah, 26? yeah, he's he's super he, young. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, um, all three of them. So, 
Yeah, I think I think you know that when when did McCutcheon win his MVP? Was that 2012 or something? 13? 2012. 2012. 2012. Yeah. yeah. I think we might we might be going back to that 2010 to 2014 stretch where both the Reds and Pirates were somewhat competitive. <laughs> and they were both somewhat competitive. You throw the Cardinals in there a little bit too. The Cubs mm-hmm. are poverty. Yep. The Cubs were like right after that. Like yeah. once the Reds gave up on Chapman and the rest of their roster, that's when he kind of floated around, got to the Cubs, they won the World Series, yada yada yada, dynasty. I was pulling so hard for the Indians. I am not gonna lie. Hey, yeah, the I'm Guardians, the Guardians now. <laughs> I was rooting, pulling. Cleveland they were the Indians. The yeah, Cleveland they should be spiders. That's facts. They should be the spiders. <laughs> Wait, what happens? Like the roller, do- yeah. no, yeah, the roller derby, Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, uh, what sued him? Well, I don't even know what happened with that, but I think they lost like seventy million dollars. Like wow. I think that's how much the the roller derby team sued him for, like seventy mil. Dude, that's enough for like new skates and some knee pads or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the equipment for roller derby, but yo, no way they got more money than the whole Oakland A's payroll. Shoot, <laughs> anyway. what's the Guardians payroll right now? I mean, it can't be that much more. Like, oh, we can't, we can't pay Frankie friend. Lindor because we're going to rename our team and get sued for $70 million in the next few years. Maybe that $70 million mark is a little high, but I swear I thought it was 70 Anywho, this is more <laughs> post-record conversation. So thank you guys so much for tuning into the episode of Sports Headlines Podcast. Thank you. So our wonderful guests, Dan, the Cardinals fan, St. Louis Cardinals fan, Michael Brunetti, host of the Brunetti Screwjob. I'm joking. Co-host of the MN Podcast. Uh, Tim, co-host of dang it, I lost my I lost my plug. Co-host of the Pesky Report. Uh, Mike Junior or something. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Don't tell Mike. Uh, Mike it. for tuning in. Dodgers J for the first part of the show. Uh, got a small appearance from Angels Mike. Uh, I think he fell asleep with his baby bottle. Um, yep. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Really appreciate you guys. It was a lot of fun. Awesome. Until next time, Sean Davis here, Warner Sanker. Stay safe. Ooh. See you guys next time. Peace out. <laughs>